up, everybody? What is this? This is called Hit the Ground Running by Gunnar Olsen, royalty-free. This is an extra episode. Not real. Well, it's a kind of an extra episode. Nighttime episode. After dark episode of me reading stuff. So I thought I'd give you a little bit of a different sound as we come into this evening. Today is Monday at 7.30 p.m. where I am, West Coast. I didn't record Thursday, which was Thanksgiving. And it wasn't because it was Thanksgiving. I think I've recorded every Thanksgiving up until now that since I've been doing the podcast. But this time was a little different only because I did get my booster shot the day before. So I've already been vaccinated. I went ahead and got the booster shot at the recommendation of all my doctors because of all my problems. And I went for it and I got so sick. Just unbelievably sick. So I apologize. I had a fever. I felt like I wanted to die. Thanksgiving in this household was canceled, postponed till the weekend. Don't worry, we made it up for it, but it was kind of a rough time. So I apologize. I really hated it, but it was one of those times when old Robin would have easily come on in here, recorded a podcast, been half awake while doing it, and I just thought, you know what? What does it matter? Again, you guys don't own me. You can't tell me what to do. So I just went ahead and skipped it and said, I'll make up for it later. And here I am feeling a little bit better here on Monday. Let's ask you guys some questions. I haven't asked you guys a lot of questions lately, which is so weird. That's used to be the only thing I would do. Um, okay. What do you like better, even or odd numbers? Raise your hand if you know what my answer is. I'd love to know who knows mine. I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to see if any of you respond to me. What do I like? Even or odd numbers better? All right. Do you have a set bedtime or a set sleep schedule? I know I've asked this before, but I want to know in detail your sleep lives. I want to know this more than I want to know about your sex lives. Remember, I've already learned from you guys that your sex lives are great. Everybody tells me that. I think only one person said it wasn't that great. Everybody else was like, yeah, totally on fire. You have no idea. <laughs> it was like, whoa, this is a very sexual podcast, isn't it? Um, anyway, do, I'm more curious about bedtimes because I think you guys know this. I really struggle with my sleep routine and I need to know more about how, how it is that mature adult people figure out that they need sleep and that they need to go to bed even though they want to do more things. So I'm really talking to those of you out there. If you have both a really solid sleep schedule and you're, you feel like you're productive enough, like those are the people I really need to pull from right now. How do you do it? Uh, because that's what I just don't do. I, I just, I never go to bed feeling satisfied, even if I've packed in 50,000 things in a day. But I do realize I'm broken as a result in this area. You know, this is not working out. So anyway, I could go on and on and on and on. However, I want to hear from you. And curious what time most adults go to bed. I would love to do an average here. I'm going to guess most people go to bed around 11. Is that true? Hit me back. Scale of one to 10, how satisfied with your life as a whole are you? Right now, you have to pick one through 10. How satisfied are you? I'm gonna say for me, I am a 7.69. Yeah, 
And the only reason I'll never get to be an eight because the two full points, if not three, should be taken up. I just happen to feel okay health-wise right this moment. Usually I can't get higher than a seven based on my health. I'm just gonna be honest. So I can never be, I'm not, and I'm not gonna lie and be like, yeah, I'm satisfied. Uh, no, I'm not. I wish I was healthier. I wish I were healthier. Um, other than that and my sleep schedule and me beating myself up over things like that, I'm, uh, yeah. So today I'm a 7.6. I think most days I'm a little under a seven um, if, my, if my health is giving me problems. Um, how about this one? What's one thing you can change right now that would make you feel better? So let's say you're giving me only a four on this satisfaction scale. Is there one little thing you can do that you are in control of? So much of what's wrong with us, we're not in control of. That's the sad part, right? Um, that's definitely true of me. The things that I am control of, in control of, I've taken care of those things. Got no more problems, guys, when it comes to that. That's so not true because I'm the living embodiment of acrasia. You guys remember about acrasia? It's the uh, circumstance in which humans act against their better judgment and fail to do exactly what they know is good for them. That's my take on it. That like basically, you know exactly what you need in your life and you just don't do it day in, day out. So with me and my sleep, I need more sleep and I need a regular sleep schedule and I need to start my day with a walk. That's just what I need or yoga and I just don't do it anymore. I just stopped doing it. So um, that's, there you go. I just answered, I answered the question for me. That's what I need to do. And guess what? I do have to hit the road for about a week and then when I am back, it's gonna be on. I even wrote out my daily schedule, the, the dream schedule, which is so funny, because I've even told you guys, I did that. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago, and I put it on my studio wall, and I was so proud of it. And then what happened? I don't know why, but I threw, I took it off the wall about two weeks ago, took it off the wall, crumpled it up, and threw it angrily into my trash can. I like threw that shit so hard, you can't even believe it. I don't even know exactly where that was coming from, to be honest, I just went nuts. I was like, I think I just gave up for a second, you know, but I'm back. If I took, if I, if I can do this, first of all, anyone can do anything because it seems that impossible for me. And also I will have taken care of everything in my life that I have control of that will make my life better at this point. Obviously things change day by day. Uh, so hold me to it and hold on while I get a drink. Okay, I'm back. Um, oh, another question. Hold on, I have one more question. Talk to me about your first crush. How old were you? What were they like? Do you still think about them? Do you maybe still know them? Um, mine was a little boy named Wade LeClaire. I'm not talking about celebrity crushes or, you know, cartoon crushes, because I've already told you guys about those on mine. Mine, mine range from Adamant to Thumbelina. I mean, it, I was all over the place. But the boy I first had a crush on was this boy named Wade in Ponca Hills, Omaha, Nebraska. And he was so cute. He had dark hair, curly dark hair, which uh, that's kind of my thing, apparently. And I believe he had light colored eyes and he had freckles and he was just hilarious, like beyond funny. That's what I mainly remember about him was that he was always making everybody laugh. So 
that was my first crush. I loved him so much. And then I had to move away and I was so sad, but I got over it. And I, I don't know if he liked me or not. I don't have any, I have no idea, but it doesn't matter. It was just a sweet little time. Oh, and I was, I probably first got a crush on him in third or fourth grade. I feel like that's when it happened. And I was the type of kid who had crushes, but if like that kid liked me back, I wouldn't like say we were going out or anything or that he was my boyfriend. I, I would have just been too shy, not shy. I wasn't shy, but I was shy about relationships and romance pretty much always. I kept that from people. Even when I had like boyfriends and stuff in high school, I would always keep my romances kind of secret from pe people for some reason. And I wasn't the type to go on and on about it. I, I don't know. I, I've always kind of been that way where that, you know, like, I don't know. Most of my friends, that was always the main structure of their lives or whatever their relationships were. And uh, I was uh, I was funny in that way. I was, I, I guess, kind of like I would be now. My main focus was always like what I was up to when it came to like art or books or something. So anyway... That's my story there. Let's get into the reading for today. I do have a little like a uh, business to talk to you guys about, but we'll do that after I read. I am going to be reading. This is not the thing that I told you guys about, like get ready for next week. I'm going to do that on Thursday, but today I'm going to read from the book called Here uh, by Vislava Simborska, who we have read from this book on the podcast before, and you guys loved her, and so do I. Uh, Simborska was a Polish poet, essayist, translator, uh, Nobel Prize winner. She was she died in 2012, if I remember correct. She was in her late 80s, and I you guys know I like to like make up things about people. Uh, this is not a made up story. I always want all of these people to uh, die peacefully in their sleep, but she legitimately did, and she was still working on poetry. Um, as she was sick. She was sick, but not horrible. She had lung cancer, I believe. And, but all of her friends and family said that she did die peacefully. So I hope that for all of us, by the way, I've been really um, having a rough week as far as the subject of death goes. There's been quite a few deaths that... Um, not necessarily really, really close to me, but in my orbit that have been really upsetting and uh, worrisome and, and just plagued me. Like I couldn't, I couldn't sleep at all about two nights ago just thinking about one of these situations of a young boy dying who I know about. And I just, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I just wish we could all live until our late 80s at least and die peacefully. Uh, the the Simborska poem I will be reading tonight, this is translated, by the way, by Claire Cavanaugh, and um, it's called Non-Reading. Bookstores don't provide a remote control for Proust. You can't switch to a soccer match or a quiz show, win a Cadillac. We live longer, but less precisely and in shorter sentences. We travel faster, farther, more often, but bring back slides instead of memories. Here I am with some guy. There, I guess that's my ex. Here everyone's naked, so this must be a beach. Seven volumes, mercy. Couldn't it be cut or summarized, or better yet, put into pictures? 
There was that series called The Doll, but my sister-in-law says that's some other P. And by the way, who was he anyway? They say he wrote in bed for years on end, page after page, at a snail's pace. But we're still going in fifth gear, and knock on wood, never better. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, and the P, uh, but my sister-in-law says that's some other P. That's a reverence, uh, reference sorry, to a Polish novelist whose most famous work, The Doll, became a popular TV miniseries. Um, you know, this brings up, speaking of Proust, and I know a lot of you listeners have read Proust in remembrance of things past, and I have, and I talk about it a lot. However, does anybody know, have I ever read Proust on here? If I haven't, that is very bizarre. And I need to write this like on my list here. Why would I have not done that when that book was one of the books in adulthood that really <sighs> captured me <clears throat> and made me realize that I am obsessed with reading and language and the way words are strung together and sounds and on and on and on and on. I mean, all these basic things that make people fall in love with reading. That was one, I already loved reading, but I would say Proust made me sort of, a, um, I don't know, an obsessive reader. So I think that that's really bizarre. Anyway, I love that poem by Vislava Simborska, and I love her, and I love this book. I highly, highly recommend it. I'll put a link in the description where you can find it, and I hope you guys buy it. Um, okay, okay. Now let me just go on. I did write a couple of notes about two things. I only have two things to talk to you guys about. Let me start with very exciting if you remember, I told you guys that I was a part of, well, I designed three book covers for Dave Eggers. And it's for his newest book called The Every that just came out. So they are finally available to purchase. Um, there's three of them, like I said. So I can't guarantee which one you're going to receive, but you'll get one of the three that I did. And all three are really great, in my opinion. And if you want to ensure that they get to you before December 24th, before Christmas, if this is going to be a Christmas gift, um, and this is the only way you can make sure you're getting these that have my images on the cover, you're going to be going directly to the link I'll put in the description to the Electric Works page. And um, they're doing a very special offer where you can get a copy of my book. Otherwise, you kind of have to track them down yourself, which is fun if you want to do that and go to the independent bookstores in your area. However, this is going to be an easier way for you to do that because there's quite a few different covers. And you can learn more about that on the Electric Works page. But please just cl click on the link and you will find them there. And it's a hardcover book. Remember, it's not available on Amazon. You have to go either to this link or visit your independent bookseller. Um, so, so excited and shocked that my work is on the cover of this incredible book. So I can't tell you how happy I am. Okay, uh, so there's that because some of you guys asked about it. You won't be buying them through me directly. You'll, you'll get those through somewhere else. Okay, secondly, speaking of things like this, Thank you so much again, all of you guys who have been buying works from the Cotton Bureau site, or I mean t-shirts and sweatshirts from the Cotton Bureau site. Again, 
From now until the end of the year, half of those sales all go directly to the Trevor Project. And I think by now you guys know what the Trevor Project is. I'll put a link again in the description, but it is essentially, it is a helpline to help LGBTQ plus youth in crisis. It's a cause very dear to my heart that I've been supporting for years and years, and we're gonna try to give them a lot of money before the holidays. So. Uh, get on there, get yourself a Me Reading Stuff sweatshirt. Everybody loves them. They're soft and happy. Uh, what else? My shop directly, robinoneal.com forward slash shop. So there are only there's only about a week left for you guys to get the cards. So if you want the 2021 greeting cards, head over there, look for them in the cards and books section, buy them now. There are some left and you will be in the running to win a drawing of mine worth, what was it? Hold on. I can't remember. $4,000. So you can win a $4,000 drawing if you buy a $5 greeting card. Hello, get on it, do it. And you want to know why else you should do it? Number one, you help me out. Number two, uh, it's going to be over soon. I am going to have to temporarily close my shop. You guys have been so good to me and have kept that shop going it's going so well that I can't get anything else done. And so I am unfortunately <laughs> gonna have to shut the shop down, except for you can still buy my Robin O'Neill 20 years of drawing big art book, my big monograph. Other than that, everything else is, uh, you only have a week left to buy it. And then most of the shop will be closed until April because I have a show to work on and I cannot do all of this at once anymore. I finally had, I like finally hit the wall and this is me being good to myself. This is actually non-acrasia, you hear me? I'm actually doing something good for myself here, which is we're gonna like really like get out of, sorry, I said like a million times, but I'm, what am I trying to do? I'm trying to find some words. I'm very excited because I'm gonna be pretty solely focused on drawing for, for a while. And I really need that. I mean, hello, that's my job. That's what I do. So that's, what, that's what's up. So you have about a week. I'm gonna shut this shop down very soon. And uh, after that, after that, I don't know. After that, you have to wait till April to get anything else. So buy up what you want to now and that will be it. And I will announce the winner of the contest to win that drawing of mine on December 24th. I'll do an Instagram live at some point and um, I will contact the winner immediately. I'm very excited to give away a drawing though. That's so fun. Um, and that's it, you guys. I hope all is well in your world. I hope you had a good holiday if you were here in the US celebrating Thanksgiving. I hope you weren't sick like me. I hope you didn't overstuff yourself because that always sucks, doesn't it? It really does suck. Overeating really is the worst. I feel like I do it a lot and I'm not too happy. Okay, there's another thing I can change. Stop overeating. For the most part, I don't. Lately, I have. I think I've been so anxious that I've been comforting with food and then afterwards, I just like, oh my God, I can't get to a heating pad fast enough. I. I wish I could just sleep in a heating pad, to be honest with you. I feel like that would be good. Even on my head. I even want my head to be really hot, which is so not like me. I mean, I never like to be hot at all, but lately, that's all I want. Anyway, you guys, get out of here. Go to bed. It's your bedtime. It's 8 p.m. I love all of you guys. I want you to have a great rest of the week. I'll talk to you again on Thursday. My apologies for not recording last week. 
I can't go on, I'll go on. That is a Samuel Beckett quote for you. Have a good night. Bye-bye, everybody.